0: Hey Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast. Episode
1: 69.
0: <laughs> What's up, warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast. Episode 69. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm God DJ. I'm here with Brett. Well, I'm uh here virtually over the the internet the magic of the internet with brett uh because we, we sure are, are we are uh in northeast pennsylvania and there's a lot of snow on the ground uh and it was just easier this way uh as opposed to uh making brett come up here and drive in the uh not in the snow the roads are fine but in my driveway which just looks like a bobsled track it's it's insane
1: yeah i mean you go. I'm not even lying. You probably got a foot more than I did.
0: Yeah. We got, we got like 22 inches of snow.
1: I don't even think we had a foot down here. Yeah, Like it was, it was close, but eh, I don't know, probably yeah. 10 inches.
0: Uh, some other people a little, a little close to us are, are saying much more. Um, but I measured, it's hard with snow drifts, but I got, I went out, I measured 22 inches uh, and uh, just got to shoveling today because I was waiting for a plow guy. Uh but we're all shoveled out and uh it's all good but uh yeah it's uh just easier to not to give it a couple days let the snow do a little bit of, of melting and uh figure it out from there so we're skyping yeah. it up But how are you pal? Uh,
1: I'm good man I was I was doing a lot of plowing over the those snowstorm Yeah Yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to try to make as many, like, sexual innuendos for this episode. Yeah. I'm going to forget about it real quick. If if
0: this was a video podcast, I would have just had us do the gruesome twosome from It's Always Sunny
1: uh, (laughs) when you said that. I would have just sat here uh, like Val Venus the whole time. Uh, Like a crazy nutbag asshole? No, No, not Sean Morley, Val Venus. Oh, okay. I think that's his Just name, right? a, Sean I
0: don't know. Just in a towel? Is that? I don't understand. Yeah, uh, with your a ju- specific with, towel with your junk on a cold key, uh cold cutting board. I don't understand. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so I was going to have somebody run and yell, "Choppy, choppy!" Your pee pee, and well, then I don't know, get saved by somebody whose dick was actually chopped off. God damn it! Wrestling <laughs> was so crazy back then. <laughs> crazy like just like actually like actually like speaking those words in that order yeah and you're like wow what the hell was going on why did i love it so much it it shaped so many young minds (laughs) like you know what like i look back now and i'm like man like wrestling fucked me up (laughs) like yeah like attitude era south park Mm -hmm. and like i don't know like m&m I, like those th- those three things like for my age at that time was like yeah i could see why you are the way you are now yeah and this is and, and new metal let's add new metal to the mix well, when
0: did the when did the choppy choppy your pp even
1: happen what year was that? oh that was probably like 98 or 99 okay. yeah so i mean i would have been nine or ten mm-hmm. like so yeah i'm there it's right in the wheelhouse for for potential things to shape me as a human being Hmm. choppy choppy your goddamn pp oh man
0: and we're continuing that trend uh everyone who uh made it through last week's show thank you very much uh we've heard from a few people that the the disclaimer certainly helped i hope Uh, i hope none of you went to the website uh and if you did you did it in the the safety and sanctity of your own home uh, and not on any sort of public or workplace computer. Uh, hopefully nobody's getting their library card banned from visiting the, your local library's uh, computer uh, center.
1: I will say, I had multiple people reach out and tell me, I can't believe you didn't know what the hell that was. And you know what?
0: I will take that as a sense of pride that I am not as fucked up as the rest of you people. Oh, uh, uh, But I mean, to be fair I was thoroughly entertained uh, And I could close my eyes And still see it So (laughs) uh, So that works Again, not going to say what it was Uh, uh, If you want that, you can go back To last week's episode, episode 68 (laughs) and Give that a listen uh, If you're new to the show (laughs) Uh, I'm done already I can't stop laughing But uh, yeah So but this is, this is a new episode. We're here to talk wrestling. <laughs> uh, no longer really insane, uh, unsafe websites.
1: Oh, God bless the internet. <laughs> uh,
0: that, I mean, uh, sure. Uh,
1: <laughs> but, pal, uh,
0: I mean, do we have anything to talk about news-wise or uh, anything before, yeah. before that going in? Is there any sort of other thing you want to declare or... To just take the rails off the show already. <laughs> uh, hey, I
1: told you before we started recording. There's a few key words, and if you if you mention them, yes, this is this is going this is going rated R. It's a, a, oh oh I see what you did there. That's nice. Ah, look at me being a segue and son of a wow. bitch. So this past Sunday, the Royal Rumble happened. You love the Royal Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble. If you don't love the Royal Rumble. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with yeah, you because it's the
0: goddamn Royal Rumble. If you said to me, like you walked up to me, we were talking wrestling, and you were like, "You know what I hate the Royal Rumble," I'd be like, "You know what I hate you. Get the fuck out of my face."
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's, it. should be universally loved. Yes. Um. Even uh, your misses loved it. It's the, true. Uh, women's
0: Rumble. It's true. And the Royal Rumble is a special thing because uh, now I haven't analyzed this. I'm sure other people have. But is it safe to say there's more bad rumbles than good rumbles?
1: Um, uh, I'd say,
0: yeah, probably. Right. Because because we're, we're 2021, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know in the 2000s how many great rumbles there actually were. Um, but yeah, so the rumble, even though it's mo- it mostly, even by a thin margin, disappointing, I still look forward to it every single year. It's my number one thing, to, like pay per view, to want to watch.
1: Yeah, I I think like 2001 was good and 2004 was good. Yeah, but after that, I, I get a little foggy. 2008 was cool. I think it was 2008. Yeah, because that's when uh Snuka and Piper were in the Rumble and it was in the Garden. Right. And uh, there's a shot of CM Punk like like he's on the mat, just looking up, being like, "Holy fuck!" Like yeah. like on my mind's blown. So. Well, the, um,
0: was it two two years ago when Nakamura won? That was a good one. Yeah, see, I don't
1: even remember it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess it was just like, the
0: winners were good because that was when Ashka won, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but to coincide with this show, um, in the women's rumble and the men's rumble, there were some NXT participants. There were. So the women's rumble, I don't know them all offhand, so I'm just going to name what I remember. Right. Um, there was Dakota Kai, Tony Storm uh my home girl sub Mm -hmm. there was uh was no ember moon wasn't in it was she no i don't believe so i thought she maybe no i think she she was was. yeah she was she came out towards the end Hmm. um and uh rhea ripley was in it yes and i wonder if that was her kind of call up because up yeah, because uh, she lasted until the final two with Bianca Belair, and Bianca Belair won, but Rhea was pretty dominant, so, you know, got to oh, wonder if that was it.
0: I just looked it up really quick. Santana Garrett.
1: Oh, uh, good.
0: Also in it. D- <laughs> Dakota Kai and Ember Moon.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Ember at 28, Dakota at 23, Rhea at 14, Santana Garrett at 12, Tony Storm at 7, Shotzi at 5. Oh, Okay, yeah. so uh, women's rumble
1: I thought was really good. I thought year. it was really
0: good. Uh, Bianca Belair wins, which is which counts. We talked about her a lot when she was in NXT. Uh, we sure. both we both appreciate and then like her. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good rumble. You know, uh, part of me wanted Rhea to win, uh, but I'm I'm pretty happy that Bianca did. I think that's uh, good for her. And they've she's been on that main roster for a while, and she went to that main roster on a hot streak and they did nothing really with it, so
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think yeah. that was uh I think that was that was the right decision there. Um and then the men's rumble.
0: <laughs> yeah, the men's rumble.
1: So if you listen to our friends over at Ad Odds with Wrestling, hmm They did a rumble pool. You mm-hmm. participated, I participated. huh. Um What numbers did you have for the men's rumble? Do you remember? I don't want
0: to talk about it.
1: Well, well we have to. Uh
0: all right. So looking at the, the list here, um there was one NXT person in this entire rumble. <laughs> in the entire men's rumble, there was one person from NXT. And even then is thinly, thinly regarded as NXT because uh, he is definitely getting his call up. Uh but I had number fourteen supposedly randomly generated by Mr. Joe Sposto. Uh, I currently have a panel of experts looking into his randomization techniques <laughs> and whether or not he was fed any insider information. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll let the show know when my panel gets back with their findings. But uh, number 14 was Damian Priest. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I could not be more miserable about it. <laughs>
1: Uh, Like, you and I were texting uh
0: And
1: you're like, oh man, I'm up next And I hear the buzzer And I see this motherfucker walk out Uh And I just start dying laughing Yeah, Uh,
0: I mean, if Joe Sposo did not rig this in some way uh, This is an insane amount of coincidence And, I guess, karma payback for me For doing something very (laughs) terrible in my entire life Uh, Yeah, I... Like, I don't, you know, we, we do the rumber pool. I don't care if I win. It's fun if you do, but it just, you know, put, put some, some skin in the game for you. And, uh, to see that dumb son of a bitch shoot his imaginary arrows at people in the Royal Rumble, (laughs) knowing that I had his number, uh, was really, really upsetting. Uh, it's great that he is gone. This is his call up, uh hopefully maybe they'll find a new best friend for him since Kevin Owens was like, go fuck yourself. No. Um, but, uh, yeah,
1: yeah he has, he has a new best friend cause he was on raw. Who was Damien priest? Oh, what did he do on raw? Uh, I think he wrestled Miz or Morrison. Okay. And, uh, he was teamed up with bad bunny.
0: Oh, you know what I did? I watched that, and then I poked a Q-tip as far as I could into my ear to try and erase <laughs> it from my brain. Yeah, because I guess Bad Bunny is training now.
1: Yeah, I think they said, like, they they offered him a match or something, so yeah. we'll see. Oh, okay, great.
0: I don't know. Yeah, uh, but uh, super upset, uh, and then just for continuity's sake, Michelle had uh, number 19, and that ended up being Baron Corbin. So we were both pretty upset. <laughs> Uh, you could not get worse two worse picks i would literally pick anyone else in the well uh, almost anyone else uh like out of listen, the whole rumble
1: i really 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 wish that this would have been like a, a the rumble like tattoo pool yeah where you were oh my god Having to see you get a Damien prince tattoo Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, man, that would have made my life.
0: Um, I mean, if I had entered such a pool, uh, I would have done it uh, and then just asked that you cover the tattoo at my funeral <laughs> shortly thereafter. Um, So if you were going
1: to get a Damien Priest tattoo, what uh-huh. would you get? Uh,
0: I would get an invisible bow and arrow. Does that count? <laughs> nope. No. Uh, I would get – how about a, a poop emoji? Does that count? <laughs> i mean yeah we can go with okay that. A, a poop emoji with leather pants i don't know uh, <laughs> god that guy sucked and like and then and then i also had to sit through the internet praising him uh about how good he is and i and it just baffles me i'm like are we on the same plane of existence are we watching the same shit that guy is terrible in everything he does
1: <laughs> that's your man
0: the the Dugian
1: priest and it came true.
0: I was super happy afterwards. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be awesome." He uh, he's gonna be on Raw. We won't have to talk about him anymore. Uh, and then Joe sent me the link that he was teaming up with Edge. And in my in my rage, my absolute <laughs> hatred uh, for that being a possibility, I didn't even realize that it was sent from like a very obviously <laughs> fake. Like WWE like, News
1: account? Dude, the name was like WWE Burner. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was so
0: <laughs> mad. So mad that I, I, I glossed completely over it. I was like, this is the end. This NXT is going to be the worst <laughs> one ever. Uh, I was completely sold that that was the thing. Uh, which oh, which will be brought up in evidence with my uh, secret uh, panel, my uh, research investigative <laughs> panel to see whether or not Joe Sposto got insider information and rigged the game.
1: When I saw that, I went, "Oh man, dude just gonna lose his fucking marbles." I was not happy. <laughs> uh,
0: but that being said, he's not the reason why the Rumble was bad. That Rumble was just
1: bad. Yeah, um, it wasn't. I didn't think it was very good. Yeah. Um, the women's was a lot better. I thought. Yes, but Edge and won the men's. And the women's men's. was actually good.
0: Yeah, the women's was really good. Uh, Edge won the men's Rumble. Yeah, and uh. She did as a reward we get to talk about them later on in the show
1: we sure do um but let's talk about uh aw dynamite do you want to get into it well 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 what
0: uh I, I, one of us watched AEW dark this week oh sorry <laughs> Uh, I, I watched a completely of my own, uh, volition and something to talk about on the show. Uh, there, I, I saw a quick little advertisement for dark and was like, Oh, some of these matches look good. I'm going to, I'm going to go through and see what I like on dark. So I fast forwarded through all of it. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I was just to say, yeah, how'd that work out for you? Uh,
0: two matches. Uh, <laughs> I watched, uh, Casey Navarro versus Ray Phoenix. Uh so I saw this online um the guy from the acclaim that doesn't rap I don't know his name.
1: Yeah, uh, Anthony Bowen.
0: Anthony Bowen. Uh, posted a thing on social media about Casey Navarro saying that like he spoke at a school once and Casey Navarro had said he wanted to be a pro wrestler and like got made fun of for it and he was like now look at him now he just tore it up with Ray Phoenix on on AEW Dark. Uh so I was like all right, I'll watch that match. And it was good. It was a fun little like lucha spot fest. Um, you know he held his own. Ray Phoenix didn't kill himself, uh, obviously. But it was it was it was a good little match. It it was like a little you know six minute that would fit right in on the regular show as just a match to fill time. You know when they used to do that on wrestling shows when not every single goddamn thing was a storyline. <laughs> um, but it was good. Uh, and then I also watched uh, Jake St. Patrick versus Ten. Mm -hmm. because negative one was coming out on commentary
1: yeah i saw the the youtube clips yeah so i wanted twitter clips or whatever
0: i wanted to see that uh jake saint patrick is interesting because his his tagline is uh this is going to be saint patrick's day oh Uh, my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah god damn it um but uh the match wasn't anything entertaining really uh, but Negative 1 is great on commentary he refuses to insult Taz uh, I love it and just buries Excalibur uh, he made some sort of $5 bet with Excalibur and as soon as he sat down he was like where's my $5 uh, <laughs> which was really funny uh, and then eventually he like uh, made fun of Excalibur enough that Excalibur left
1: I saw that yeah <laughs> uh,
0: so Negative one is hilarious and great on commentary, so I watched that. But that was it. That was literally I fast forwarded through Dark. There wasn't another <laughs> single match that had anything that would get me to
1: stop and watch. I like that you were like, like good hearted to be like, oh, I'm gonna watch Dark. I'm feeling feeling right. fine. Yeah. Okay, all right. I was
0: sitting on the couch. I was feeling all right. I was like, I'm just gonna see what's going on. You know, I want to watch a little wrestling. We'll see what's going on. You know, a little part of me like, liked, the, the you know, the part of me that hates myself liked talking about Dark a little bit for the show. And I, okay. kinda, I, and I liked the, the, us being able to, you know, instead of splitting it, just picking what, picking a couple things we wanted and talking about it. So I watched two matches, and uh, neither of them, they, they were fine, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so a dark state of the union, uh, Dark is still exactly the show <laughs> that it was uh, weeks ago, months ago, years ago. Only now it's always two hours long
1: yeah uh the best thing we did was stop watching it okay uh because i just like the fun twitter clips the next day like uh taz the, like the other week saying uh everyone's a bunch of laughy assy laughy ass yes and because i love taz when taz talked perfect. about play,
0: playing the skin flute in a in the <laughs> yeah. high school band yeah good job I taz. taz.
1: i love taz he's so he's the man <laughs>
0: Uh, um, yeah, but so I will probably still just be aware of what dark is and watch some of these matches. I mean, I'm not getting Butcher and Blade matches on regular TV. They're involved, but I'm not getting matches. So, I um, if I ever see anything on dark, I'm I'll take it upon myself to watch it and uh you'll all know about it. But we're not I won't make any sort of obligation. Um it's just that the all, all of AEW has been pushed to uh be mostly feuds that I don't care about. Uh, so the wrestlers that I like, I'm not really seeing that much, unfortunately. So, and I miss them. I miss Andy Williams and his beautiful
1: mustache. He is a beautiful man, that's for sure. That's true. So, all right. Well, let's get into AEW Dynamite's yes, uh, let's. beach beach break beach episode. Break. Yes, yes, we're breaking beaches, bitch. We are. Uh, first match that we have is the tag team uh, battle royal number one contenders uh yeah if you win it you're the number one contenders for the tag titles yes except the young bucks are in it and if they win then they pick who they're going up against so of course um they say on commentary that ftr is not in the uh the battle royal due to their actions last week aka cutting off horns of a dinosaur yes they've been suspended and they got replaced by uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, which upgrade in every sense of the word. Right, I am not going to complain about that. No, um, we had another weird Sammy Hagar like cameo promo.
0: Yeah, the for funniest Sammy and
1: Hagar. The
0: funniest thing about this is that they are one hundred percent like this one made it very obvious that they are one hundred percent cameos, and that no, Sammy absolutely. Hagar does not know <laughs> what he is talking about. Like he's not clued, no. he's not clued in. They're just paying him. 40 bucks to talk for two minutes
1: yeah it's it's weird um so match itself uh it goes uh tv time it went like 11 and a half minutes felt a lot longer yeah um jericho and mjf are your winners throughout the match like they teased dissension with inner circle Mm -hmm. um Poor Santana and Ortiz getting eliminated as early as they did. Right. That made me sad. Right. Um, But, yeah, there was the whole uh, Sammy was trying to dump. I don't even remember who he was trying to get rid of. And Jericho ended up throwing Sammy out. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Jericho and MJF won. Um, see, battle royals like this, I feel like, are a little, I don't know, a little tough. Because, like, it's, a, I don't know, the tag team aspect of it is kind of weird to me yeah um it's i guess it'd be too
0: hard to sort of book it where um both members have to stay in so like then you'd have to book that like the teams were constantly watching each other's back uh but instead i don't know it's weird uh they take a lot of weird spots uh to like just have the center of the ring empty so that guys can hit all their moves like luchasaurus hitting all of his moves at once oh
1: dude i almost texted you when i was watching the rewatch because you got, like, cause you you got know, chills yeah that that's lie? the reason oh okay no no i could feel your chills from where you live oh, yeah um uh, I, I almost texted you being like dude wha- like this dude sucks like yeah. There was a lot, like, even during it, too, there was a lot of missed camera spots. Like... Uh, terrible
0: uh, camera work.
1: Yeah, that was real bad. Um, I I hated how, like, every almost every elimination mm-hmm. uh, was somebody getting thrown out on the hard cam side. Right. Uh, that, I was like, eh, I'm not a fan of that. Um, except the only one who didn't was, I think, MJF and the buck that got thrown onto the ramp or whatever yeah um but yeah uh mjf and jericho winning i mean i guess it's expected
0: i mean i expected the bucks to win so i'm glad that they didn't and that now they're like i don't know I, I don't understand what they're doing with them and the good brothers like are they gonna feud or are they not like they're again flip-flopping this back every week and we're supposed to think that's building tension and in fact it's just annoying um but uh yeah i mean, uh, I guess it's this is all going to tie into the implosion of the inner circle, um, but
1: yeah, it um, I don't know, like yeah, they they had the whole thing during the match where, um, Good Brothers came out, they distracted uh like Private Party, yeah, because they it because they have the upcoming tag title match in Impact, which I was like okay, like that makes Mm -hmm. sense, I get why you'd want to do that. It's weird now because you're. Both teams are heels, so right. that that whole dichotomy, I'll never get used to it. Um, but, yeah, then, like, the one Buck is yelling at them, like, why'd you do that? And then he got dumped over the top, so I I don't know. There's, there's a lot of weirdness going on in yes. AEW. So, the thing about AEW, I,
0: a lot of times, to me, they have yet to complete the picture, right? So, storyline-wise... You know, the Jericho MJF winning and then later on we get the little which we'll talk about the little MJF thing backstage like storyline wise, it makes sense and it's furthering a storyline. But the other half of this is what are what matches are we getting out of this storyline and this the storyline that's going to break apart the inner circle is also getting us the young bucks versus Jericho and MJF
1: yeah I mean, that
0: that's not a complete picture. that's not a marquee I guess maybe it is a marquee matchup but like I don't know it's not a match I'm looking forward to. That's not a match I'm like oh that's gonna be a good match you know like
1: yeah I don't I don't care I, about it you know
0: all. I think there's plenty of other options to come out of that battle royal with with yeah. an exciting tag team and work the inner circle stuff the other way you know have Jericho and mGF be the last ones and have you know something happen to them you know almost the last ones and have something happen that they get eliminated and somebody who who you wouldn't expect to go up and get a title shot wins it because of Sammy costing Jericho or, or something uh, it's uh I don't know it's just not it's not the complete picture and that that's sort of what AEW does sometimes they miss the yeah. mark on the whole thing half of it half of it works for what they're trying to do and the other half doesn't
1: yeah uh half of this they show a video package of jade cargill working out um yeah great homegirl has muscles on top of muscles yeah, i will it, say that it, it,
0: insane shape like yeah <laughs> what, like ridiculous like would when, when she walks out like you know it's impactful like how oh, absolutely like just cut she is um, but that does not equate to being good in any capacity. Uh, no, it doesn't. Which she proves every time she tries to do anything else.
1: Very true. But um, we come back from, uh, well, I don't even know if there was a commercial, but Tony Schiavone is in the ring.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, out comes Darby Allin and then Sting. Uh, they say they want to talk about Darby defending his uh, TNT title next week against uh, Joey Janela. Yeah. Which, Okay. All right, I guess we're doing that. Sure. Um, but Taz and Taz's maniac show up on the screen. Um, you know, said that they cost them some money for beating people up last week and they're not allowed in the building tonight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, next week, you know, we're going to be keeping an eye and you may even see us up close and personal. And then Ricky Starks, he runs down Sting and says, you know, uh, I don't see it in you anymore. Like I looked in your eyes and I just don't see it. And uh, Sting just says, uh, all right, Ricky, you know, if uh, you don't believe it, maybe we need to take a closer look, which is clearly foreshadowing those two <laughs> going face to face. Right,
0: clearly, which is fine. That's, you know, if Sting, they can figure out a way to make it work. That's a that's a yeah. good pairing. Uh, the thing, a question for you about this. Taz and Taz's maniacs are locked outside the building. They're in the parking lot. Commentary had mentioned that it was like 40 degrees out at the start of the show. Do you think Cage came there without a shirt? Or do you think he spilled something on his shirt? Because these guys are not in a wrestling ring. They're not allowed in the building. They're in the parking lot of a building. And Cage is the only one not fully
1: dressed. Listen, man, if I looked like that, I'd never wear a shirt, too. Okay. All right. I mean whether it's natural or not dude is, dude is impressive sure um, i will say that but uh everybody needs to keep their eye on hook that's all i'm saying yeah hook, okay. hook has the look of a killer he doesn't laugh he doesn't smile yeah he's very dead faced. listen i wouldn't I mean, laugh either if I, mean, taz taz my dad. Um, I mean i'd be i'd be pretty pumped if taz was my dad because i'd be a rich motherfucker i uh, you know, think taz is rich dude he worked how many years in the e yeah yeah, i guess i mean he he's i'm sure he's loaded plus honestly a lot of people forget before this he had like that that radio tash show or whatever that was on like cbs sports radio (laughs) like really okay yeah so he Hmm. was he's he's had a steady income for a long time so i'm sure he's good um but yeah more build-up for team taz and uh sting and darby yeah um i did i did laugh when sting was like oh like during darby's match next week against his opponent Mm -hmm. i'm like oh he doesn't remember janela's name right (laughs) well that's sad um next match um we have uh the 9 30 p.m oh wait what time is it special uh it was at 8 30 i know that was very strange I, i laughed at I laughed at Joe's tweet saying, he's like, I thought I was central standard time. Um, Britt Baker, DMD, going up against Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Uh, Not at 930, but still the only
0: women's match on the show.
1: Well, not a surprise. Um, They gave it a lot of time, though, which I thought was good. It went 13 minutes. And uh, Britt Baker got the win. I thought it was a good match. Uh, Some of the best that these
0: two have shown us. I did not like the finish. I uh, agree. I think that it could have been executed well, uh, but the buckle was taken off too early. So what happens is Reba Rebel takes the middle buckle off uh, while the ref is kind of, sort of maybe distracted uh, so that uh, Brit can set up the, the move to knock Thunder Rosa out. Only the buckle stays exposed for like the last three minutes of the match the referee clearly sees it they do spots around it before it's hit uh and that's that's just bad (laughs) like that if a ref sees that the ref should then fix it um so that was just something the ref had to purposefully ignore like nothing bad was going to happen from it
1: yeah yeah um it was the match yeah I thought it was
0: pretty good yeah me too i I thought the match was pretty good i thought they they looked they both looked good uh i think uh you know Britt still has her her uh not failings in the ring, but she's still not the smoothest or the most confident in there uh Thunder Rosa i think looked uh really good and intense
1: and uh yeah she had and she had interesting gear. I wonder if these two are going to uh, run into each other in the uh, AEW Women's Title Eliminator Tournament. I mean, they'd have to, right? You would think. I could see that being like a final on that side of the bracket or something. So um, we go backstage to Matt Hardy and Hangman. I guess they portrayed that this was shot last week. Okay. Uh, Because Shivani's there asking them questions. Matt says, oh, we're just North Carolina boys Paige says all right i know what you're doing like enough yeah uh matt says he has no motives but he knows that hangman's upset about what luther and serpentico did to negative one's birthday party mm-hmm. uh so they need to team up and take him on and Paige says okay we'll do it so this leads us into matt hardy and the hangman going up against uh, uh
0: chaos project is that what they are
1: yes yeah that's what i was that's what i was about to oh, say okay sorry
0: uh, this w- bothered me. Um, I hate this Matt Hardy thing a lot. Uh, I hate that there's nothing better for hangman to do. I like think they're not giving him anything more. Uh, and I hate that Matt Hardy was using negative Negative ones heat to get himself over.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, you know, storyline, but eh. like, I don't know if that's, that's all it is, but uh, yeah, I uh, I just don't give a shit about anything Matt Hardy does. Right,
0: and that what leads into this match is that I don't want to watch Matt Hardy wrestle, it hurts me to watch him wrestle because I can tell how much pain he's in, uh, and then he's wrestling Luther and Serpentico, like it's just, there's nothing here
1: yeah i There's mean nothing. they try to like put a story behind it yeah and you kind of like mentioned it earlier not everything needs a story behind it right um but yeah it was uh the match goes like four minutes hangman and Matt at the win hangman has it clearly locked up matt tags himself in gets the pin and starts celebrating so yeah i just don't give a shit <laughs> um that's for sure. Like you said, poor Hangman. Like poor Hangman. Get him, get him away from this. Right. Um, Alex Marvez is backstage and uh, he's waiting for Jericho and MJF. They have an ice chest. They're excited to celebrate. They go into the inner circle locker room. Um, the only one who doesn't platform is Sammy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sammy's wondering and goes, "Oh yeah, we we really did it. You know, us all the time." why do we end up being the collateral damage and it's you two that get to celebrate? Right. And uh, I liked it. I was like, hmm, okay. Yep. So Sammy just walks out on them. Uh, MJF is like, man, you should probably go talk to him. Like, you know, he, he probably needs somebody to talk to right now. Jack goes, like, yeah, you're right. And then uh, MJF looks at Santana and Ortiz and says, all right, guys, I think it's about time we have a conversation. Yep. So... Uh, planting the seeds, right. and uh, Wardlow shows the cameraman out. So, right. And- uh, I I like I like that they're not waiting too long to uh, to do this. Yeah, it's
0: it's what they've been telegraphing. We've been talking about it for a while that MJF will they'll squeeze Sammy out, and then MJF will take over the inner circle when Jericho's gone. Whether it's a Jericho turn or just he just assumes the position of leader while Jericho's out, um, that's clearly where they're going. And again. Sammy uh, will do much better outside of the inner circle, and I hope that Santana and Ortiz go with him. But then there's not much of an inner circle.
1: No, then the inner circle is basically dead. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, uh, it's time. Like, this is like one of those where you wish a crowd was there. Yeah, for sure. Because when Sammy finally does turn face, it's going to be huge, I think.
0: Yeah, it'll be pretty massive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. up
0: next. Oh, hold on. You you skipped over the announcement of the women's world title contenders tourney. The brackets.
1: Oh. Oh, I didn't know that, that was already done yet. Yeah,
0: pal. So I just wanted to read read the uh, the entrance. They announced they're doing a big women's eliminator tournament for the number one contendership for the women's title. And the big surprise of it all was that one side is going to be in from Japan and the other side is going to be USA. Uh, I, I don't know where, if we're going to see these Japanese matches or what, you know, what companies they're a part of, uh, you know, if they'll show them on dark, I'm sure some of them will make it to dark. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty interesting lineup. Uh, especially starting, I'll start with the Japanese side here. Uh, first name on that list, uh, Kong. Absolutely. So, uh, Kong, if you don't know, is pretty much the definition of a legend uh you do not get much tougher you do not get much better than aja kong uh but aja kong can't really walk
1: <laughs> no her, her knees are so her, she's got Matt she's got the mad Hardy knees
0: <laughs> right so you know probably short exit from this tournament but i'm sure she'll for real punch people in the face uh then we got yula sakazaki venny emi sakura's coming back which is cool mm-hmm. uh ryo mizunami mei suruga rin Kotakura, and the the darling of this tournament so far uh the darling of the internet and everyone's new favorite professional wrestler maki ito
1: maki ito fucking rules
0: so did you see why maki ito has become everyone's favorite wrestler
1: yeah so i mean she's been doing like the fun like twitter thing for a long time mm-hmm. um uh, yeah, her uh, like like what was what she say like AEW motherfuckers said, or something. Last she night. she
0: retweeted the bracket and said hello motherfuckers. Oh yeah, she rules. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so she's she, she's doing it the right way and already has her name in everyone's mouth. Uh, that uh, hopefully will will uh, mean a good showing for her in this tournament. Uh,
1: yeah, another another tweet she sent out a couple days ago said that she is the god of love and piss. Oh, all right. So, do you know, like, anything about her?
0: I don't. Uh, I was just going to say, okay. sadly, most of these people I uh, don't know much about um, because my, okay. my blind spot for current uh, Japanese ladies wrestling, women's
1: wrestling. She rules. She has, like, a gimmick where... She's like a rock star, and she comes out and sings her her kick-ass rock anthem okay. and shit. All right, um, she's awesome and just doesn't care. Curses on the mic all the time, yes. and uh, she's really
0: cool. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, definitely gonna gonna uh, try and prime myself a bit to the, to the uh, that side of the bracket. See who I like, see who I don't, and uh, if they're on dark, I, you know, I'd probably give them a, give these a watch. Uh, keep track of that uh, that side of it. I don't know that I'd watch the. The, the AEW side of it, if they're not on the main show, but for the the Japanese side of these women, I'll watch it if they're, if they're put on dark uh, somewhere. Who knows what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, I, if, if they are on dark, I'll watch yeah. those.
0: But the American side, speaking of, is pretty, yeah, you can probably guess. Uh, but we have Serena Deeb-Riho, which is interesting, but she's an AEW-signed talent, so I guess that's why she gets on this side. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker- Uh, Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, Anna Jay, and still to be named and inducted into Taz's Maniacs, Layla Hirsch.
1: I agree. She needs the branding.
0: She really does. Uh, Unfortunately, Layla will, I I would assume, lose her first round match, (laughs) Uh, which is unfortunate. But we'll see. I mean, Riho coming back, they might want to push her and have her win the whole thing. Uh, just because I'm sure someone on that company feels she got a raw deal on her original run and we haven't seen her in a while, but it should be interesting. Uh, but the, the Japanese women's side, much more interesting. I think, uh, much more talent, much more diversity in style. Um, just knowing what very little I know about some of them, you know, how different a wrestler Aja Kong is compared to Emi Sakura. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that should be really interesting.
1: Let's go Maki Ito. Yes. And uh, I did see that Sheeta's back over in Japan now too. Oh really? Yeah, so I wonder if she's gonna be hmm. I don't know, getting involved with the matches. Who knows? But yeah, she's I saw she's back over there. Oh so. really? Did she like she's not living here anymore or is she just over there? Do you, over I think there? she's just over there. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so I guess that's probably hey, why man, she hasn't been on TV for a bit. Th- that would make sense now, right? Right. right. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. Um so up next we have the wedding of uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Yes. Uh, the official is one Mister Sinister Minister. Yes. James Mitchell, which good for him for still getting paychecks from wrestling. So
0: how does he still get to officiate these weddings? It was just a few weeks ago that someone was shot at a wedding he was officiating on Impact.
1: Hey. He listen. He's just the efficient. He's not the security. He's just the only guy. That that's it. Um, so uh, I'm not gonna break down everything that happened through this. No. Um, because it went way too long. Yeah, it went too um, long, and it was shot horribly. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I thought it was really bad. Yeah. Um, it wasn't good. Best part was at the end when you know Charles, the butler Charles had a gift. I did laugh when was like, "Listen, I've been to a few. I've had a few weddings over the years. I, I <laughs> right. know what's going to happen." Right. And he attacked the box. Uh, Chuck e. T goes outside and ends up handcuffing his ankle to the post. Yes. And then uh, OC pops out of a cake.
0: Yeah, and so it was, uh, I think, a shock to no one that Orange Cassidy was in the cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm sorry. I just got past a note uh, from uh, frequent guest of the show, Michelle. Uh, and the note says, wrestling weddings are fake. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, my God. We need to sit down and show her every wrestling wedding right. ever. which
0: would explain why James Mitchell is still able to officiate weddings. <laughs> um, Elizabeth. Right. Uh, there is a plethora of res- – I, I had to field a lot of wrestling wedding questions while this was happening. Um, oh, and boy. Was, there's a lot of them. Most of them aren't good. Uh, but there's a few that were very entertaining, uh, and you can check uh, our friends' final wrestling place. I, well, their last season was all wrestling weddings, so go there. It sure was. Go there to find out why the Macho Man Miss Elizabeth to the best.
1: Yeah, that being uh, said, this whole segment though, just, not good.
0: Uh, uh, I just didn't care. <laughs> as a, a, par for the course for this whole thing, it it was deflated from the start, and then only took a bigger hit when Trent got hurt uh unfortunately so i'm, yeah, su- I'm sure agree. we're gonna get chucky and oc versus miro and kip
1: yep i wonder i'm um, probably revolution i guess right. it happens at uh you know and there were if parts not sooner of it, who knows right
0: there were parts of it that i thought were funny um but overall it was just kind of a disaster And it was obvious that O.C. was coming out of the cake. Uh, You know, I'm glad he did. It's uh, you know, I I always puts a smile on my face when he's there. I'm glad that I I guess Chucky doesn't have to be the butler anymore. Um, But yeah, it was shot poorly. The timing seemed off on a lot of things. Uh, It was just not not great.
1: Yeah, not a not a big fan of.
0: But apparently, (laughs) a real wedding. So.
1: Yeah, I think I read today that they got married, like, a couple days earlier.
0: Yeah. So, good for good for those right. two lovebirds. Great, great for them. Uh, I can only assume that Joey Janela is getting the TNT title shot because he had to be in attendance of this wedding. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> And they were Jesus like, yeah, hey, we'll give you a TNT title shot, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Here
1: you go, bud. Here you go, pal. Um, When's your contract up again? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um... We get another uh, Shaquille O'Neal uh, inside the NBA vignette. Yeah. Where uh, he keeps calling Cody Rhodes Cupcake Cody. Yes. And uh, shows Kenny the Jet Smith his finisher called the Black Tornado, uh-huh. where he just elbows some plexiglass. And uh, it's official, I guess. I don't know if it's on a dynamite or whatnot in March, mm-hmm. but Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet. I think it might be next week. Oh, God, I hope not. Uh, um, listen, this
0: was so low energy. Like, Shaq gives as much of a shit about this as we all do. Uh, and, like, I see why, like, uh, Kobe hated playing with Shaq. Because he's lazy and he doesn't care.
1: You know what, though, man? Put put him in the post and see what happens. Sure. Like, I mean, I mean dominate it. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> and I'm not – absolutely. He was a great player. Uh, but, like, he is – it's a minimal effort out of Shaq on this one. Uh, he was like, "I'm doing what? All right, whatever."
1: Yeah, so, you I know. I did laugh when Charles Barkley was like, "Come on, man! He comes from a famous wrestling family." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Charles Barkley! He knows what the fuck is up." <laughs> oh, but, oh, sir Charles. But then I also realized, like, that dude grew up in like Alabama, so he 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 knows who the fuck Dusty Rhodes is. Right. It's it, it's probably still real to Charles Barkley. It, you're damn right. Come on now. <laughs> um, next match we had was the Lumberjack match. Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. Uh, (sighs) They did it, Brett. They did it. What'd they
0: do? They did it. They made me me feel nothing about an Eddie Kingston
1: match. Dude, like, I thought it was maybe me. Nope. But I just, I didn't care. I was like, okay, we just saw them, like, the match last week. Mm -hmm. Like, I I hated the Lumberjack stipulation because – I'm like oh it's literally like heels and like okay so the heels on the outside are just kicking the shit out of the face right and then the faces are kicking the shit out of the heel like they and then the it's just uh then all the lumberjack like there was no build up where the lumberjacks like tension or standoff or anything like it was just like oh I guess we're just gonna punch each other it was just overbooked
0: (laughs) and sloppy it like they didn't let the match breathe so we didn't get much of a wrestling match out of it uh which is un- unfortunate with these two because their match last week was good
1: yeah i liked their match a lot
0: last um week. and this like relied too much on the lumberjack aspect and not em- not enough on the guys in the ring being able to do the jobs we know they can do i uh, agree with that so i i was completely just eh on it it was there Uh, which is a shame it's the first time i felt that about eddie kingston uh and i don't think it's necessarily his or archer's fault i just think it was the the overbooking of the match and the style of match just doesn't don't work
1: yeah i i totally agree it was very like it just was all the focus was the lumberjacks there was no focus on kingston or archer and i just didn't didn't care um I swear to God as well. I thought Jake Roberts blew his hip out.
0: Yeah. What the hell when happened? He, why did when one? He, the camera missed. So we don't know why he beat the shit out of, uh, Jack Evans.
1: I think it was in Helico. was it in Helico. But, but he, but either or. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I saw him just like fall to the ground and then like, do the, give, giving Helico <laughs> the Iggy right on, right on his, right on his belly. Right. Like <laughs> I'm like, Jake, what the fuck was that? Like, he, like, hit him and then just slowly toppled over. Right,
0: I think it, Jake was probably supposed to lay in the forearm or the punch and overdid it and basically went right through him and wanted to make sure this small gentleman was okay.
1: Yeah, like, because he rolled, like, his, like, yeah. big old belly right over Adelko's face and yeah. everything. And right, like, I can imagine him on the ground be like, sorry, kid. Yeah. Um, like,
0: part of yeah. me is <laughs> just glad that Jake's having fun.
1: Yeah, part of me's glad that Jake's still alive. Yes. Um, it just—I uh, don't know. It, it was a very, just very forgettable though. The mm. whole segment. Yeah. Um, speaking of forgettable segments, uh-huh. we go backstage to FTR. Yeah. They're upset about you know Jungle Boy running to the principal's office and ratting them out for last week, right. and Tony totally says everyone's afraid of us. Yeah. Uh. uh and then they have Mark. Cuffed and duct taped to a chair. Yeah,
0: so they're suspended but still get a shot on TV, still get a spot, still get airtime. Sure, uh, sure. And uh, I, this is
1: I, how this works in wrestling.
0: <laughs> right. I thought Tully, uh, when, he, when he approached Marco, I, I was like, is he going to kiss Marco? This is odd. Uh, <laughs> but yes, poor Marco, handcuffed to a chair, duct taped. Uh, who knows what they're going to do to him. Uh, throw him off of a bus i don't know
1: yeah i just oh goddamn. I, I like tully Wait, though like,
0: i think tully's good at this like tully's you know uh doing the best he can with this dog shit but meh.
1: yeah well and like we said last week that match with uh junk boy and mm-hmm. big baby like yeah it was it was really good it was very good but the, but then the post matches took you right out of it <laughs> right and uh they're continuing that trend with this shit of course they are uh main event time though Mm -hmm. we have uh pack ray phoenix and john moxley i guess we're all friends now yes going up against uh, kenny omega and the good brothers yes so this thing total goes 15 minutes okay uh good brothers and omega get the win uh, they hit the Magic Killer on Phoenix. Omega hit the V Trigger on Pac to get him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the match itself was really, really good.
0: I I thought it was good as well. I think uh, this match is elevated every time Pac is in the ring. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I think you know he is probably the best wrestler out of. All of these guys, uh, yeah. He uh, he just he gets it. He brings an intensity as soon as he's in the ring, things get serious and things get real. Um, and uh, that sounded like the intro to the real world. Um,
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: But like he just to me like he's the guy to watch. And and I I, I joked on on Twitter I said that you know there's a six man tag match with five and a half talented guys in there, uh, because. Uh, Doc Gallows is so broken down.
1: Yeah, the, the broken down 36-year-old man right. he is.
0: He's 37.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, like, I, I still I like the way he throws punches. I like some of the things he does in the ring. But I also feel his pain when he tries to move. Hey, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a big guy in wrestling. and That, that right. doesn't go well. Right. Uh, but out of all these guys, like, And I like most of them. I mean, I I like all of them, really. Uh, But Pac's the guy that, like, while I'm watching this match, when he gets in the ring, I'm like, okay, I'm paying extra attention. Like, shit's about to get real good. Uh, And he does not disappoint. Like, he is just as smooth of a professional wrestler as you could possibly get.
1: Like, it's going to sound weird because this almost did have, like, that, like, car crash style of a match to it. Yeah. Um, but it's weird because it, it, it didn't feel like, like a Young Bucks car crash style match. Like, it was just, okay, we have the dudes that can do the high spot stuff. Yeah. But then it was like, okay, Moxley could beat your ass. Mm-hmm. Gallows and Anderson could beat your ass. Like, yeah. And it was different. It wasn't just all flipped into flip into flip into flip. Like It was yeah. like, no, they're actually going to yeah. fight. The, the biggest reason,
0: one of the biggest reasons for that, I think, is selling the young bucks don't sell they want to get on to the next move you know they want to chain all their big stuff together they don't want to let it breathe they don't want to sell they want to get on to the next thing if you take a pile driver you got to spring up and take a super kick or you you know like they're they, I i think a big part of it is is the selling and most of these guys in this ring are complete guys where they get both ends of it i don't think the young bucks have any interest in selling
1: yeah, um, I – see, and last night, like, I was all about Ray Phoenix. Right. That dude jumped off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just – his offense is, like, so just different. And I love, like, when he does that, like, running jump springboard, like, backspin kick in the corner. Uh-huh. I love when he does that, like, front flip through the ropes on the outside. And he's like, yeah, I'm diving into the crowd. I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> um, like – it just it jumped off the page for me, but um, I thought, yeah, I, I enjoyed that main event so much. Um, yeah, after,
0: oh, go ahead. Oh, I'd say I like the thing he did, uh, where he jumps off the top rope and does the roll, and like he faked somebody out with it. I don't remember who it was in this match, Omega, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and like, was Omega. because he normally does that as the setup and it's one of his signature things. So like they did a good thing of like Omega knowing it was coming. So he like hesitated, but Phoenix yep. knew he was going to, it was a good little trick spot. I liked it. Yeah. But that's it. We yeah, can, that... we can move on to the, the post match.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about it. So good brothers are beating up Ray Phoenix. Uh, Moxie tries helping numbers advantage, but, uh, Lance Archer runs down and decides to get involved, which Mm -hmm. they tried explaining it on commentary. Like, Oh, all these men have history. I was like, "Uh, do they Uh, not, not in this company, but I, you know, that was weird, but he sends Anderson out of the ring sends gallows out. um, And then Mox is in the ring. Yeah. Kenny's in the ring. Mox is down. Or Moxley's standing up, Kenny's down on the mat, and then all of a sudden, somebody with their face covered jumps John Moxley from behind. Right. It was a fan. It was yeah yeah a fan jumped the barricade. Um, sweet baby Christ, the hood comes down, the mask comes off, and it is goddamn Kenta. Right. Put it in my veins. So this goes back. So. We'll give a little backstory here. In New Japan, John Moxley, he's still the United States Heavyweight Champion. Obviously, due to the pandemic, hasn't been able to defend the title. Yes. New Japan, they've been running a show every Friday night. I feel like for probably the last six months or so, maybe longer, called New Japan Strong. It's been for a while. Uh, Yeah, on Friday nights on New Japan World. Kenta lives in the States, so Kenta's been on that show quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Kenta also holds a briefcase that he's the number one. Like he's the number one contender for the United States title. Yes, because. He's been calling out Mox.
0: Right. Well, because uh, Mox won the title and then ha- because of COVID hasn't been able to defend it, so they invented the briefcase thing just so they can pretend like they had the title over there without stripping Mox from it.
1: Exactly. So Kent has been calling Mox out, tempting him all this shit. At Wrestle Kingdom, Moxley had a little video in a New Japan ring, which is clearly where they do strong, um, you know, just saying like. It's going to be a lot sooner than you think when you see me. Mm-hmm. Well, this past Friday on New Japan Strong, uh, wouldn't you know it, John Moxley beats the shit out of Kenta. Right. So now we fast forward to this dynamite. Kenta shows up. He attacks Mox, hits him with a go to sleep. Um. Oh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> shit just got turned up.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is a big deal. Um, This is a huge deal. So, you know, I think it was Howard the Dave sent us the thing with Moxley on Strong because we don't typically watch that. Um, And so that's that's a huge deal. It's cool that they're paying that off. And you said it. Kenta lives in Florida now. He never moved back after his WWE run. Uh, And so he's been sort of anchoring Strong. He's been in Japan also, uh, but he's been a part of Strong. And that was a big deal seeing Mox show up there, and everybody's kind of like, "Well, they're gonna, just going to do this on Strong just to get the title back over there." And then when Mox wants to, when Mox can return to Japan, they'll hash it out there. But this is a an easy way to hand it off and get it going. Uh, but ne- I did not in any way expect Kenta to, to show up on AEW. Uh, behind no. behind the scenes talk for a while has been that that New Japan wasn't really interested in working with AEW. Um, you know, whether they were mad at Kenny for the way he left, uh, whatever it happened to be, uh, the, as far as we knew, we knew what they called the forbidden door, uh, or forbidden gate, whatever has been closed
1: or the forbidden
0: zone, the forbidden. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, it almost got me there. Uh, but, um, this is a. I mean, the the news has come out. I, I think it's pretty uh, widely understood that it the door is open and we now have AEW, New Japan, and Impact working together
1: freely. And you know what? Even if if you want to say last night too, Thunder Rosa, NWA, right? Well, that's Serena Deeb. She's anybody yeah. champ. She's on there. So NWA. Like, <laughs> So you have to think. Last night you had AEW, New Japan, Impact, and NWA contracted wrestlers all on one show. Right. It just oh, and I know like the internet goes crazy, but like my mind too. I'm like oh. The possibility, right? The possibility, <laughs> the
0: possibilities, if you will. Um, yeah, I, they're pretty. They're pretty big, and I don't know that New Japan will commit right away. COVID and everything aside, I don't know that New Japan will commit to the top tier stars showing up. You know, I don't know that they're gonna fly an Okada over uh, or a Naito. You know, um, but I think it could be some of their mid card guys. I don't know why if it if the door is open and they are working. Uh, and I know one of them is hurt, but like I don't know a see a reason why Show and Yo can't be a part of AEW tag picture. Uh, some of the young guys, I think for me the most exciting stuff is the possibility of AEW as a place of excursion for some of these younger New Japan guys.
1: And um, you know what? Honestly, if you want to even say vice versa, right? Send some of the younger people that are in AEW that don't get used, right? Like send them over there to New Japan. Like they don't they don't need to be on main programs and all this shit, but right. have them work like some of the like the matches against like the Young Lions and stuff. See right. what
0: happens. The the six man stuff that they do on on their bigger shows early on, you know, yeah. it's everyone can learn. And that's the way it used to be, you know, uh WCW used to get a lot of young boys from yeah. New Japan. You know, if you go back through that 90s uh, you know, WCW, there's some surprising names that hadn't quite made their name in Japan yet, wrestling in WCW, or who were just coming up in Japan, who also showed up. And, you know, you get your Chono, obviously, Muda was there forever, but like young Chono and uh, Nakanishi, like a lot of these guys showing up there, uh, that it was always a cool thing, you know. And you also got some of the bigger stars, like Tenru in the Royal Rumble, but uh, it. it both sides can really benefit from this, and a lot of people on AEW side, like you said, could gain that experience and be a, a cool part. You know, I think someone like uh, Sonny Kiss would do really well for himself in New Japan. Yeah. Um, you know. Give so, me,
1: give me Sonny, Sonny, Sonny Kiss on a team with, like, Taguchi and Yano. Right. Exactly. Sign me
0: up. (laughs) Right. Uh, Bring Yano over so he can continue to beat Moxley Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all the time. You know, but like Yano versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, Granted, everyone on the world still wants Suzuki versus Orange Cassidy. And of course we do. Uh, But Yano is an easy one who can come over and you can do, which we've seen before, but you can get Yano versus Colt Cabana. You know, you can mix that kind of stuff up. There's a lot of talent on both sides that are being... Underutilized in their own companies, that could really broaden their sort of score and experience by going and visiting the opposite company.
1: Yeah, and um, then impact. You know, there. A lot, well, and a lot. You know what? Honestly, even if you want to like, I, I know TNA and New Japan. New Japan like fucking hates TNA forever right. for how they treated Okada. Sure, um, but who knows? I, I don't know. It's new people there you know don callis, callis they know don there. callis right. yeah they know scott demore like they know those guys mm-hmm. so i don't know but the possibilities right now like last night was really like a oh shit moment right. for me because kent is a new a, a new japan wrestler that's it yeah you right. know so for for him to show up on aew was like a whoa like right shit might have just changed a little bit
0: it's it's all speculation you know we there's not a, a ton of you know if any of this can even come true who knows maybe they're just doing it to pay off this u.s title thing i don't know but uh the possibilities are there and it's fun to speculate
1: it just shows that that you know i know AEW has been okay with like their guys working in new japan right now it shows like okay maybe new japan is okay start who who knows where it goes from here yeah but it, it's a start you know what i mean
0: right and um, then so
1: oh my god
0: after the show they did a, a yes. social media exclusive thing where uh kenny follows kenta out to the parking lot and i didn't catch this at first until somebody said it but he says brother switchblade didn't tell me to expect you yep So, like, right there, dropping Jay White's name, and I know on social media and interviews, there's a bit of a, uh, you know, those sort of Bullet Club guys in Japan have been saying this is a a poorly done parody of the Bullet Club uh, currently in AEW and and Impact. So, who knows if that means anything, but that's a little name drop there. And then he tries to get Kenta to, to like, talk to him and to sweet him, and Kenta's like, I'm not your friend. Uh,
1: He tells him, shut the fuck up. Yeah,
0: right. (laughs) Yeah. and then the whatever happens with Kenny but we're apparently next week getting a Kenta match teaming up with Kenny.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Kenta and Kenny against uh Moxley and Archer. Yes. In a lights out match? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're bringing back Lights Out. Remember those? Yeah. So that like I, I was unexpected, but yeah. I guess I don't know, man. It's just, and, and you know what? You could even almost tie it back like okay, Archer has new Japan ties. Right. You know, so it's right. like, hmm, who knows? Like, oh, God, if he gets Minoru Suzuki over here, I'll cry. Right. Um,
0: unfortunately, all of this sort of leaves Eddie Kingston uh, blown in the wind a little bit.
1: Um, because Yeah, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, he, I, the company knows how valuable he is, right? I agree. and I think they've showed it. He's on TV every week. Yeah. Um, I wish he would win. A little bit more. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah, I wish but... you'd be a
0: little more dominant. I wish you'd get an action figure. But whatever.
1: Well, don't, don't we all. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that was the end of uh, of Beach Break. Beach Break, right. So let's hop on over to the USA Network. Yes. And see what's happening on NXT. Yes, let's. So we are starting our night off with a Women's Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic semifinal. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, the dudettes without a dudettes. That's right. Going up against Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, who had a really good showing in their first, in their first matchup, you know, the shocker win over Tony and Mercedes. So um, this match goes like 13 minutes. Uh, Dakota and Raquel get the win. Mm -hmm. Very happy to see that Uh, match itself uh, there were a few spots where I was like Ugh. uh that wasn't very good. Yeah. Um but it, it it got better towards the end. I really
0: liked it. Um I I liked the energy of the match more than the match itself if that makes sense. Yeah, um I get that. I think it was a good match to, to start the card. Uh you know, I uh, I think you know maybe the chemistry wasn't there uh Catanzaro and Carter are a little less experienced. Um, I think Count Zaro's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's doing things that uh, are ill-advised, but that's fine. Uh, she's She is a deceptively small human being. Uh, like when she did the jump off the, the structure, like she climbed the lighting rig or whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, she is like a, like a hundred and teens in the past. Like she's not very... She's not a big human being in any no. way. Uh, so, like, that works in her advantage because she basically, like, floats to the ground like a feather. Um, but she's still doing crazy things. Uh, but I think Kenzaro and Carter have a, a a good tag team going. They can be fun and entertaining. Neither of them are going to hold a belt. I'm not expecting no. giant things out of them. But they are the kind of team, uh, you know, it, the company still needs mid-carders and low cards people who can still put on entertaining matches even though they're not going to win the big one and that's pretty much where they are and i think that's i think that's a good spot for them you know i think they'll be winning matches on the on the coconut loop of nxt in bethlehem pennsylvania when that starts rolling again there you go there Um, you go but I, I like them, and I, I, did, I enjoyed this match uh, Some little uh, Here and there aside uh-huh. <laughs> Uh huh I, I, I like this match I was excited for it and I liked, I thought it was a good way to open the card The energy alone was
1: enough to be like I'm ready to watch this wrestling show Yeah like like the last like Third of the match I thought was really good It picked up yeah. Um. Tony Storm gets interviewed about The TakeOver Triple Threat Women's Title Match And uh She just says, deadweight Martinez cannot stop me, and neither can Io. Right. Uh, And then we go backstage, and this got announced earlier in the day, uh, where Edge was like, you know what, I'm here to visit my wife, and I figured, all right, I'll show up on NXT. Weird. Which I was like, "Mm, okay, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, So he's talking to Regal backstage. Um, Next match, Leon Ruff versus uh, Redacted Shithead. Yep. Um... I thankfully got to fast forward through this. I didn't watch it. Uh, Yeah, don't care. All I care about was the post-match where uh, Dexter Loomis uh, ripped out a chunk of that shithead's hair and then sniffed it. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Dexter Loomis now sniffs hair. Why not? Let's just add to it. Sure. Um, What a a guy. Um, So they run a vignette yeah they do <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm happy we didn't talk about this yet okay because they run a vignette mm-hmm. um i don't remember what the leader's name is what's her name now uh tie tie sha yes tn
0: shah tn shah
1: yeah pn news yes um Oh my God!
0: What the fuck, man? Uh, listen, she was she. It's a very long history of uh, betrayal and magic, uh, and uh, <laughs> emperors and dragons and fancy tapestries and calligraphy, <sighs> uh, and uh, also I guess we're not going with Xia Li and Boa anymore. I guess the. <laughs> The, the two, <laughs> Has that train been derailed the, the, already? The two matches that Zaya got are uh, pretty much over. I don't know. I, hey, thought, I thought she better, looked good in them. I don't better know. Better than
1: all of uh, zero matches that Boa got. That's
0: true. You know, uh, um. I, I'm i fine with this in in a way of uh, this is weird and stands out on the show in such a terrible way that I'm fully invested. Like, it is even further out of place now. Like, the uh, watching Xia Li get tortured while learning martial arts segments were already out of place. <laughs> but now we have, like, self-writing calligraphy about a dragon and an emperor's children uh, with then a woman who <laughs> grants herself eternal life, I think, uh, Dude. <laughs> who is now a, may or may not be a wrestler, uh, is so out of left field for NXT that like <laughs> it's it's like the opposite effect of like a a Stone Cold Steve Austin in the beginning, right now. Yeah, this, <laughs> like it's where when Austin came on the picture, it was like the tail end of everyone being goofy. You know, he was the ringmaster when he first showed up, but like you still had the goofy characters and the bright colors and all that. And then Austin shows up, drops the ringmaster, and you know Jake's doing his religious Jake thing, and and Austin is just black tights. I'm literally going to kill you uh, kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm going to stomp a mud hole in your ass. Uh, and not that Austin wasn't goofy at times, but it was such a, it was, it was a, the, the marking of an era of a shift in the business. Right now, this is, this, this uh, TN Shaw stuff is not going to be the marking of a new era of the business. This thing is going to go over worse than a fart in church, <laughs> but uh, it, it has me interested because it is such a stark contrast to the world of NXT where everyone just wants to be the guy who wrestles good in black tights so like <sighs> yeah uh, it's, and there's other characters you know but like this harkens back to you know like uh, the sultan or you know like this harkens back to nonsense and part of me's like alright uh, I'll ride this nonsense out for the month and a half that it's gonna last before
1: everyone gets future endeavored let's see what happens <laughs> Like I was kind of on that train, but then right at the end of it, uh-huh. Beth Beth Phoenix literally says, "Like the announcers, like Vic, are 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 we really supposed to believe that this woman is thousands of years old?" And I was like, "I was like, you really had to smack me in my fucking face and tell, like, really, right? This, like, oh, all right, we're just you're you're putting that out there, like, right?"
0: You're killing okay. it already. This
1: is what we're doing. Yep. <laughs> like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is certainly a thing that's, uh, that's what we're going to do, I guess. So yep. <laughs> more on it as it unfolds. Uh, it's um, interesting
0: that I was not all in in the beginning of the, the Xia Lee torture transformation. Uh, and you were more into it, and as was Joe. And now uh, we have now switched to where I'm like, all right, let's do this goofy bullshit. Let's go. Let's you know. Let's let's make her a, a weird Japanese witch emperor woman. <laughs> uh, emperor dragon. Emperor dragon lady who has henchmen and and uh, I I don't know a throne. Uh, let's just do it. Let's <laughs> let's let, you know. Let's let's put her in a match against Jesse Kamea every week, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll just walk away like none of us ever saw it. <laughs> and then it'll like, make a top uh, 10 list on like uh i don't know revolver or something about worst wrestling gimmicks in the history of the world
1: yeah revolver that's I, what you went with
0: i don't know It was the first thing that popped in my brain
1: <laughs> That's yes, the heavy metal magazine. yes
0: they're still a thing
1: <laughs> next match because we got to move on from that um is a quarterfinal in the dusty roads tag team classic we have Legato del Fantasma, which is Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Yes. Going up against the Lucha House Party. So this match goes a little over 10 minutes. Uh, Legato gets the win. Not surprised by it at all. No. Um, but I love that team together.
0: Yeah. Uh, this was a fun Lucha match, man. It's...
1: Exactly. Like, it was fun and different and. Yep. Raul Mendoza is so fucking good.
0: <laughs> He's from from day one. We've liked this dude. Like, and I can say that without anybody correcting me on Twitter later. Uh, we, uh, I think we've been supporters of the line since the beginning. I think he he had a, a gleam in his eye uh, that uh, reminded him or reminded me of. Uh, of uh similar wrestlers and i think he has it and uh, i hope we see more of him because he is he is very good and joaquin's good too but oh for sure mendoza's
1: got it mendoza has something in there yeah he's i think he's awesome um i don't really like lucha house party i I don't care about they're serviceable Um, but but like these two yeah this is this is where it's at i wouldn't i Um, wouldn't
0: lend lucha house party any money but uh but they're (laughs) fine
1: Or ask them to make you a right. Master. Well, yeah, I wouldn't
0: just note I wouldn't not enter a business transaction with Lucha House Party yeah. in any way. Uh, but they're, yeah. they're fine. Whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, and then after the match, MSK comes out. Yeah, and they they get some promo time. Yes, and uh, they say that they're going to beat the brakes off of Legato. Yes, win the Dusty Cup, and they will meet next week in the semifinals. Yeah. I'm um. Yeah. For that. That, I think it'll be good no the match itself would be good the promo yeah. i was like all right well this was this was a thing that just happened oh
0: i like the promo uh, they're like goofy stoner guys i
1: wish that they could just be
0: stoners yeah. i really do. they're like what th2 thinks they are <laughs> like you go. good like at that. wrestling and entertaining when they're on tv
1: <laughs> jesus christ um so pete dunn comes out with Oni Lork and danny birch for a promo he mm-hmm. calls out balor uh bauer says pete's still waiting in line behind his little cronies pete makes him leave so finn uh gets in the ring gives him his opportunity at uh takeover vengeance day oh god which is gonna be on valentine's day (laughs) yeah so you and michelle could share your love over some Uh, pro wrestling is it on valentine's day proper yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on Uh-oh. Valentine's Day proper. It's on a Sunday. Uh-oh. I brought this up like when they first announced it there, pal. Yeah, I don't listen to what you say. Uh... Oh. All right, well, pro wrestling, let's go. Have a good night. <laughs> so Edge comes out to the ring and uh, he uh, talks about him winning the Rumble and says how WWE often focuses on the E but NXT focuses on the second w. And i was going to laugh cuz I thought he was going to say world. Uh but he says he's a fan of NXT. He puts it over as a place where he regained his passion. Uh he sees a lot of himself good and bad in Pete Dunne. And I liked when he said that cuz Dunne like shrugged his shoulders. And I was just like, yeah, he's like I would have done this. I would shrugged my shoulders too, kid. <laughs> uh and then he puts over balor being on another level right now saying, listen, nobody can touch you. Right. And, uh, edge says, I'm going to be watching takeover. And he says, and he touches the NXT title. He says, this is something I've never had. And this is something I'm really intrigued by. And, uh, your match might make me make my choice. Um, realistically, it's never going to happen. No, but I thought the use of edge here was actually, I thought they did a really good job with it.
0: Uh, so at this point in the night, I still had not realized that that was a burner WWE account that's supposed to reply to Oh, me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I, w- I was sweating.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking funny, was, dude.
0: He got me good uh, <laughs> for all for all the, the fake feuds I try to lay at his feet without his knowledge on this podcast. Uh <laughs> As Joe Sposlow of uh, box Heroes and At Odds with Wrestling, for those of you who don't know, uh, I uh, uh, he got me good, and I was sweating. I was like, oh, man, Edge isn't in his gear yet either. I was like, oh, this is going to be the main event, isn't it? But why aren't they talking about it? I like you think they talk about it if that's and then I like I don't even know what it was it was it was I it was after this that I was like let me go look. I was like oh all right it's fucking bullshit uh, thank God for that uh, but yeah so
1: he, he got you good I, I
0: think it was it, I agree with you it's a very good use of Edge especially looking back uh, with with my, my blood pressure down uh, not just waiting for the inevitable garbage that is an Edge uh, punishment Martinez
1: team up. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Whew. so Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like they it was used perfectly. Like he, you know, tried to establish the difference between like normal WWE and NXT. Right. Um, he built up Dunn. He built up balor He made their match more important. He made that title more important. Yeah. I was like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like in that spot, that's perfect. Agree. He didn't. He didn't insult either guy. Yeah. Like just talks about how much NXT like made him want to come back because of how, like the passion he feels for it. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that like, that's it. That's it right there. That's the ticket. Yeah.
0: And I will, I will give edge credit. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not an edge guy. We've talked about it. He is, he is, you're love. not an edge head. I'm not an edge head. Uh, I'm not an edge head. I'm not an edge head head. None of that. Um, <laughs> But you know, I've, I've said it, I don't know if I've ever said on the show before, but to me, edge will always just be a mid Carter. I never felt like he should have. They they did enough, or he had the ability to rise above the mid card. Great tag team guy, fine intercontinental champion. Never felt he had enough to to be the world champ, even though he was multiple times. And I, you know what? I I'm probably wrong. Good for him. But I like that he came out and said, you know, I'm not gonna win the rumble and be on the way to WrestleMania and show up on every eighth TV show. He's like, if yeah. I, he's like, if I'm here. I'm full time. If I'm in a big spot, if I'm in a big storyline, I'm here full time, and we're going to do this the right way. And I appreciate that about him.
1: Yeah, because uh, there's certain other people that don't go about it that way. So yeah, I wonder who that could be. I'm not going to say his name because <laughs> it'll kill me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so good good for him. Um, right. But yeah, I, I couldn't rave enough about how much I liked that promo. I yeah. thought it just it did such a service to everybody. I thought yeah, so. Um Maybe. we go backstage to interview Johnny Gargano. He puts over Candace and Indy Hartwell. Uh he gets told that he's facing Kushida at takeover, which then he freaks out and calls the interview uh the interviewer a liar. Yes. And he's
0: t- Don't say the K-word.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't say the K-word. Uh he he says, All right, you're coming with me. Yeah. And uh he takes her to William Regal's office so she can get fired on the spot. Yes. He shows up there <laughs> He knocks, and he's going, oh, Mr. Regal, <laughs> like, time to fire somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh door opens, and there is Kushida. Yes. Uh, and he says, Johnny needs an appointment. Mr. Regal's busy. <laughs> so jo- so <laughs> Johnny cheap shots him. They go at it. Kushida gets the better of him, and then he boots the shit out of Gargano's arm. Yes, he does. Like, dude, that's perfect. I want to see that fire out of Kushida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been doing like, really good with Kushida. Yeah. it's just it's weird because I don't know if they would take the belt off Gargano so quick again. Um Yeah. I don't but know. Damn. Like it's time for Kushida. Like get, I agree. give him the damn belt. Let him have it. That dude earns it. Yeah, um, for sure. Ne- and again it was like something where I was like, okay, it made me more interested to see their match. So Right. Good job there. Um next match we have Jesse Kamea, who I guess is a face now with the Robert Stone brand. Uh, going up against Tony Storm. Uh, Tony is just beating on her. Robert Stone uh, confirms at ringside that Jesse's with the Robert Stone brand. Yeah. And then Mercedes Martinez hits the ring and uh, attacks Tony. It goes a total of like a minute. Um, Tony and Mercedes are brawling at ringside. Out saunters EO Shirai. Sup, EO. Yeah. Um, I like how she's just watching them fight. She goes, all right, well, I guess I'll moonsault them. And then proceeds to moonsault Mercedes Martinez right in the goddamn face. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I saw that and I went, <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't, that wasn't good. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm pumped for, I'm pumped for that little feud. I think that's cool.
0: Yeah, it'll be a fun little thing. It's, you know, just leading to the three-way, the three-way match. Yeah. Uh, that should be good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kurt Stallion gets a vignette and says he's going to make Texas proud tonight.
0: <laughs> Great. Who cares? I don't.
1: <laughs> well, you should care about this because you know who's coming back next week. Oh,
0: I know who's coming back next week.
1: <laughs> Can you tell me who? Cameron Grimes. We're going <laughs> to the back, moon. He's back, baby. He's back. It's Grimes time. It is. No more No more fucking around. That's right. <laughs> next match we have is uh, for the NXT Cruiserweight title. The champ Santos Escobar, the Challenger Kurt Stallion. Uh this thing goes like thirteen minutes. Um Yeah, got a lot of time. San- a lot more time than yeah, I expected. I ag- agreed. Um Santos gets the win. I the big thing during the match was like the platform they have in the background, Scarlet Bordeaux is there yeah, watching to,
0: over. Dressed like Roger Daltrey at the at, at an arena <laughs> in the seventies.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> was she not oh, man. <laughs> i mean i'm not saying no <laughs> so uh i don't know the match i just didn't it didn't yeah I,
0: I like watching escobar so it was fine uh but i don't i don't stallion hasn't done anything to get me on board uh one yeah way or the other, I, I
1: agree but... like it's like, okay, you gave him two vignettes over the past few weeks. I'm just not interested. Like right. I don't know enough. I don't watch 205 Live. It's still a show. How? I'm not sure, but it is. Yeah. And uh, I just it just didn't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah, um, agreed. Uh, and then after the match, Karrion Cross comes out and beats the shit out of Wilde and Mendoza. He gets to the ring with Escobar and says, you know, it seems like you and I have a growing problem here. Um, you know, it says, I'm going to give you time. Um, and then he says, time to run along. Tick tock. Yeah. To which Jessica Barge is just kind of staring at him. And then he, you know, backs out of the ring, but he doesn't like run away or anything. He's standing on the nope. outside of the ring, just staring across. So he just wrestled a match. It'd be stupid
0: to try and fight this guy now.
1: He's, yeah. He he's knows. out of energy.
0: He's... But...
1: Yeah. He's a, he's a smart guy. He knows. he knows. Um, so it's, so we're still continuing this, which is kind of like a weird, dynamic because yeah i don't know i'm kind of like okay like this is kind of different which is kind of good right but then it takes like focus off the cruiserweight title yeah which there's not any focus on it really anyway no um so it's it's that double-edged sword Um,
0: Uh, i'm fine with this if it becomes a match that they let be a match i'm not fine with this if they just let cross squash the shit out of escobar I think Escobar is entertaining. I think Escobar can be elevated to the regular title picture. You know, maybe the step to North American and then up to it. But I don't even know if he needs that North American step. I think he's talented. I think he's uh, charismatic uh, and enough to get there. So if this becomes a cross just squashes him, then I have a problem with it. But if they have a good competitive wrestling match and cross goes over, of course he goes over. He's much bigger than him. Sure, uh, he but, should go over Right, so it's it's interesting Where they want to go with this I hope they don't just squash Escobar out Because that'll kill him
1: Yeah, and we, we don't need that Because again, that Kurzweil title It's kind of floundering to begin with right. So, can't have that Um right. We see Edge leaving the building He says the interviewer hasn't made a decision yet uh-huh. uh, To which Cross comes up to him uh, And says to Edge Hey, you have a big decision to make and he hopes he chooses logically, yeah. not emotionally, you know, because it doesn't—it's not going to be Dunn or Bauer you have to deal with. It's going to be me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, to which Edge says, like, you know, words like that might motivate me to get to uh, to come back here, right? Which you might not like. So again, like, it's quick. It's—it's it's not Edge putting himself over or anything, you know. It's like acknowledging, like. Yeah, this might be the place to be, which is cool. It's what, what right. guys like that are supposed to be doing. And it's
0: building a, a potential for a storyline down the road. In three, four months from now, they can be like, hey, yeah. remember when this happened? Well, here's the receipts. So,
1: yeah, it exactly. Could, so it's smart. No, you're 100% right. Uh, next match just so happens to be the main event. Yes. And it is a uh, Dusty Tag Classic quarterfinal. With Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Champa, this is the first time, or no, did they team up yet? No, they replaced somebody in the tournament.
0: Yeah. So this is their
1: first time teaming up, I think. I don't know. Uh, going up against Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Yeah. So this match goes 17 minutes. Thatcher and Champa got the win. First of all, are you surprised by that?
0: Uh, am I surprised? Was I surprised? Uh, I mean, I know that we, we always on the show sort of, uh, say that the, the thrown together tag team shouldn't beat the established tag team. Um, but I think UE is, uh, not on a downturn, but they need a break. I think UE needs to be off TV for a while, uh, and come back strong. Uh, I think they're, you know, a little overexposed and there's just not much for them to do right now. So either the the result of them not having much to do is they come on TV and get beat a bunch because they don't belong right now in the bigger picture because they've been there for so long on the top. They need to sort of hide, disappear a little bit. Uh, But then on the other side of it, it is a thrown together tag team that they got beat by. Uh, But I think they really like this Thatcher Ciampa, so I don't know how surprised I was. I don't. I wouldn't have put money down on it, uh, but I, I wasn't shocked.
1: Yeah, and when I think of Undisputed Era, like okay, which who's the tag team of the group? I think Fish and O'Reilly. Right. I don't think Cole and Strong. So yeah, I think it's like a little bit easier for me to to take that like like my logic here a right. little bit. Well, they are trying to mix um, that
0: up a little bit because O'Reilly's been doing so good uh, singles. Yeah, but he wasn't on TV this week, which I thought was weird. Well, he was backstage with him, wasn't he? Yeah.
1: Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was backstage. Yeah, because Fish was he back. Just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Um, but uh, this match was fucking great. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. Um, I love the end sequence with like Thatcher taking the bullet for Champa so Champa could hit the the DDT. Um. Man, these guys all work so well together. Yeah, I agree
0: completely, man. They, uh, Champa kicks out of everything, which is fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) What do you think about Champa's uh, not shaving his head right
0: now? It's so weird. I love it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't think it looks bad, you know. Uh, I think, you know, he's he is a scary looking motherfucker. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, but you know, uh, I, I wouldn't, I would not tell him I don't like it to his face. Uh, but yeah, these guys, man, like they they're they're very te- they're very good in the ring. Uh, you know, my my least favorite dude out of all of them is Thatcher, and that's just my history with these guys. Like I just I I've been you know sure. we I I remember watching Roddy in Ring of Honor uh, of in course, the early two yeah. thousands. And then, sort of the the course of us co- watching and covering NXT, Cole and Champa have been mainstays.
1: Sure. Well, even at, like, NXT, these two have been there for so long right. now. Um right. You know, so it's. Uh, yeah, I, I get what. We're, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, out of yeah. all the Thatcher's my least favorite, but I don't hate Thatcher. No. Like, not I, at all. I know. A lot of people are like, "Oh, like he does. He's like the weird grapple fuck style or whatever." Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I don't know, dude. Every time he like as a match the dude kind of delivers so yeah um you know when it was the fight pit and now this like he he's 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 finding his footing that's for sure
0: i, I agree um, and
1: i think him and that him and
0: uh champa have have really good chemistry and the basically the tag team of guys who will hurt you for real uh is a <laughs> is a pretty good is a pretty good lineup you know it's a pretty good thing to be running on
1: yeah i agree with you on that um after the match, they're walking up the ramp, and out come the fucking Grizzled Young Ugh. Veterans. Ugh. <laughs> uh, they get in each other's faces, and uh, I like that Chompa was just like, fuck you, you ain't talking shit to me, and just start <laughs> right. swinging on them. <laughs> right.
0: It was <laughs> like, almost as if he wasn't supposed to do that, because nobody else did. Like, Thatcher no. didn't, and like, the no, Grizzled that- Young Vex didn't fight back. It was just, no. Chompa just started smacking people, and then security <laughs> pulled them away. Like, like yeah. <laughs>
1: I I hope that was all, like, ad-libbed. Right. Like, he was just like, you ain't gonna talk shit to me. Like, that's right. And it was funny, because I'm looking at Thatcher, and you could, like, almost see him, like, smirking a mm-hmm. little bit. Like, all right, I like this shit. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that was the end of, uh, of NXT. That, that's all of it, pal. Yeah, so I'm gonna ask you the world-famous questions. Okay. Match from each show. Mm-hmm match overall and show overall
0: all right pal uh so uh in, in full disclosure i do not have my match of the night or my show of the night picked because uh, it Ooh, was one of one of those okay. one of those weeks where i wanted to talk it out first see how i felt okay. after going through everything uh, All right. but my aew match is the six man the main event mm-hmm. uh it's just the the most solid thing they had on their show uh, it was the most solid thing on paper, and it was the most solid thing that they came up with, uh, for sure. Uh, there was some other good stuff, kind of, here and there on AEW. Uh, but that's by far, far and away, the best match on that show. NXT, man, I, I'm i going uh, the opener. I'm going Dudettes with Attitude deaths versus Carter and Catanzaro. And I know we talked okay. about it, and I know there's some ooh some in there. Uh, But it was something about the energy You know I watched NXT uh, Second uh, And something about Putting that match coming up first After I already already watched two hours of wrestling That match coming on Got me hyped for the next two hours of wrestling I had to watch Uh, Doesn't always happen But the the energy got me there Uh, Is it a a technical better wrestling match Than the main event You know probably not Um, But it, it got me amped up and ready to watch wrestling and okay. that's that's Nothing a, wrong with that. That's a pretty uh, that's an sometimes that's more important than the match itself. You know what I mean? Like sometimes. No, for sure. Just the sort of. All right. I, I, this makes me want to watch more wrestling is the way to go. Uh, See? There which you is go. which is why my main event or my match of the night and show of the night haven't been picked because now I have to weigh that against what it was. A, you know, weigh that emotion versus the in ring. Uh, of the AEW match, I I think I'm going to go the main event at AEW as my match of the night. Um, okay. It was just everybody in it was fun. It had a lot of stuff going on. Ray was great. Pox on another level. Uh, you know, and like to to say that Pac's on another level in a match that features Ray Phoenix, Kenny Omega, Carl Anderson, and John Moxley <laughs> is a huge statement. Like that just shows it, how for real how good that dude is and the level that he's hitting. Um, you know,
1: you know what? And I wanted to mention too, like watching that match. Yeah, I was like, there's at least four world champs I could see in this ring. Right. You for know, sure. like Omega Moxley. I could see Pac with it. I could see mm-hmm. Phoenix with it too. Right. One day, like, absolutely. I uh, you you it that was that was stacked last night
0: right uh, you know and we say it all the time but Carl Anderson won a G one,
1: well he didn't win a G one oh, well, he was, he a G1 he was a G one final he was a finalist sorry <laughs> and he and he'll tell you about right.
0: it. right he was a finalist but it, but like that's a big deal he is a better wrestler like singles technical wrestler than anybody ever really talks about I, I agree um so that's my match of the night that being said my show of the night is going to NXT because. The main event was good. Uh, I, again, the energy of the opener. And going into this, I felt that they were pretty neck-and-neck neck wrestling shows. Before we started talking, I was like, They're, you know, not a total show front to back. They weren't great. Uh, but they were, they were on the same sort of level. AEW sort of every other week sort of. Changes the tempo of their shows, and I don't. I think they were live, live this week, right?
1: They were, yes.
0: So I think when they're not live, they edit the shows to get the pacing faster, because when they're live, live their shows drag a little, and like when they're taped, their pacing is so good, and you know that it's match to match to match. Like nothing overstates. It's welcome. When they're live, you got you. You kind of have to sit with some stuff that you probably shouldn't
1: want to be sitting with. Um, Dude, it's so funny that you say that because yeah. I'm the exact opposite with AEW. Really? I think their live shows are better. Okay. I can't stand their – I think their tape shows, they jam too much in. And oh, it's just, see? It's just this, then this, then this, then this. It's just like, damn, give me some time to process this. See, like I, I like
0: that because on their on their live live shows, it's like six promos in a row. You know, they they do a match, and the first hour of their live live shows only ever have two matches in them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it's and, all and right. other crap. But anyway, uh, I'm going NXT because the opener was good. The Lucha House Party match was good. Um, they they just had a little bit of better stuff, and not maybe not even that much better, but AEW's worse was worse. The wedding was bad. The Lumberjack match was disappointing. Uh, so I'm going to NXT okay. this week.
1: How about you partners? So my match from AEW is going to be the main event. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, my match from NXT is going to be their main event. Okay. Um, I just, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, I didn't. I was curious to see what Thatcher and champ were going to look like tagging. And it was just going over against Cole and Roddy. You can't ask him for two better opponents. That's for sure. Um, right, I agree. My show or my match overall is going to be from uh, NXT as well, the okay. main event. Oh, um, over the
0: over the Omega and yes,
1: okay, yes, um, nice. And then my show overall is uh, also going to be NXT. All right, um, neither of us shitting our pants. <laughs> I think. I expected more from AEW because mm-hmm. this wasn't branded as a normal dynamite.
0: Right. There's basically it's... no reason. Beach Break had no impact whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Um. And it just, I, I think I maybe I went into it a little bit overhyped, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um. And it I just didn't really do much for me outside of the main event. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, the tag battle royal, I didn't care. Right. That stupid Matt Hardy hangman match. Like I it just I don't care. Like you said, the lumberjack match was real disappointing. Um the the it, the wedding shit was bad. Um but yeah, I'm 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 gonna go NXT. Yeah. That's
0: uh I think that's the that's the fair way to go. Uh, we're pretty on the level there. Uh so totals, pal, that puts us season two. I'm at thirty for AEW and twenty six for NXT. You are tied up. 28 and 28 uh, Ooh, look at me. and uh, overall I'm at 33 for aew 35 for NXT and you are at 32 for aew and 36 for NXT. Uh, so again, pants are clean right down the middle. But as per usual when we vote NXT, the the fans at home the the viewing audience disagrees. Uh, and that's not just because we voted n x t it's because they usually disagree uh and usually uh n x t is much much lower so a e w pulled an eight hundred and forty four thousand uh up a hundred thousand from last week uh at the where they were at seven hundred and thirty four thousand and n x t dropped a hundred thousand to six hundred and ten thousand uh that's rough that's their lowest numbers since december of last no it's not <laughs> <laughs> that's their lowest number since January. It wasn't that long ago, <laughs> 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 uh, and that sucks. You know, uh, clearly Edge wasn't the draw for NXT. They thought it was going to be no, um, and it sucks because it was a good wrestling show and there was some really really good stuff on there. Uh, but I, I just I, you know, they've they've got their audience and that's that's where they're sitting. I think people are turned off by the WWE as a company. I think more than the, that, I think that hurts it more than the product. I think the the product that you get on Raw, which is their flagship show, drives enough people away from everything else because you and I were talking and you're saying that SmackDown is good. And a lot of people are saying SmackDown is good.
1: Yeah, SmackDown's
0: Uh, been fun. I think Vince McMahon has done enough damage and the world is the way it is now that people just aren't interested in anything that he has his name attached to uh i mean the product isn't great at times either but i think a lot of this is like pr i think a lot of people a lot of wrestling fans are like fuck vince i don't need to watch his product
1: see i'm not gonna go that route i think it's tough to watch wrestling with no crowds okay it's just it's tough man because wrestling that's what you're trying to do is elicit a pop from a crowd but I mean, AEW is doing fine. I guess they have a little bit of a crowd, but... Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they have a crowd there, and they, they have a lot of loud, active people yeah. at ringside. That's true. Um, where WWE has nothing. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's tough. It's... It's a tough watch. You know, I can't even tell you the last time I watched a full episode of Raw. That's for sure. Um, SmackDown's a little easier to stomach. I still watch it on DVR. I still skip through things that probably don't interest me, but it's also only two hours, so it's less of a time. Yeah. Um. But I I think that definitely has something to do with it. It's just a. It's a tough watch. It's a weird watch. Yeah. I think it reminds people that oh shit, you know, the world is still dealing with this and uh it, it's 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 tough um i, I that's my opinion on yeah. it but who who fucking knows
0: who knows we can at least all agree that vince mcmahon sucks well yeah <laughs> all right pal let's get to the social medias we'll get the hell out of here what do you think
1: yeah i think that sounds good there
0: bud all right uh we are on twitter at wednesday WarPod. Facebook at Wednesday War Pod, Instagram at Wednesday Night War Podcast. Uh, I don't post to Instagram really at all, but we are very very or Facebook, but we're very, very active on Twitter. Uh, You can check us out there. We'll blow up your feed every Wednesday. Uh, And if Brett isn't watching the Sixers, we'll double blow your blow up your feed. There you go. Uh, You want to email the show? It's WednesdaynightWarPod at gmail.com. Uh, questions, concerns, praise, anger, we'll take all of it. Uh, if you want us to uh, address something on the show or read something or what have you, we'll gladly do that. Uh, apart from that, we are on the Soon to Be Named Network at STBN Network on Twitter, soon to be named network dot com, soon to be named network dot dot com. Uh, you can find us there when we put up a new episode, they post it. Uh, on the Tumblr, on the site. They retweet it. Uh, They are uh, the guys who brought us to the game. And they also feature... a few other podcasts that you might want to listen to Uh long box heroes, long box heroes after dark. If you're into comic books uh, and the ramblings of uh, two comic book gentlemen uh, at odds with wrestling, uh, Joe and T- Joe and Adam, we've mentioned them a bit on this show. Uh, that is another wrestling uh, podcast that talks uh, current stuff. And then homework does a lot of other wild and crazy things. Give them a listen. There's also puzzle warriors, three profane argument, final wrestling place, and Porch Talk, which did have a return episode, what, two weeks ago, last week. Uh, it's the greatest podcast ever hit the airwaves. Uh, aside from the Subi Name Network, we are on PW Ponderings, uh, at PW Ponderings on Twitter, pwponderings.com. Uh, you will find us uh, on their website uh, and also in their uh, iTunes, Spotify feed. Uh, they're posted uh, usually a, a day or two after we go up. Uh, on our own, on our pod being at Wednesday Night War Uh You can find us there too, PW Ponderings. They also have a bunch of other podcasts, IWTV Guide, uh, some some mention of uh, maybe a little bit of a crossover coming, but that, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. That's very, 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 very early stages, but uh, I think we'd be interested in, in getting together with some of those guys. Uh, outside of those networks, uh, the A-Show, the A-Show on CKCC. Uh, That's Matt and Chris uh, do a bi-weekly draft show for professional wrestling. I was on a few weeks ago. Uh, Give them a listen. Uh, I won. Thank you for voting. Of course I won. I had the better card. Uh, But give those guys a listen. That's a show. Uh, Pod the dreaded sundown at pod sundown. Our friends Chuck and Bill. Or horror movie podcast. They cover uh, a movie a week and then also talk about their uh, the horror collector lifestyle. Those guys are crazy and good people. Uh, I don't know what they're doing this week. Uh, I I didn't see them
1: announce anything. Oh, yeah.
0: I think they're doing. They did. They put up a a graphic. I think uh, for Black History Month they are doing four movies. Oh, you're um, right. Yep. With uh, you know made by starring uh, people of color. I know Candyman was on there. I think Tales from the Tales from the Hood Can't was on there. Uh or maybe Tales from the Dark Side. I'm not quite sure. Uh what a Get Out and People Under the Stairs. I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm not sure what the lineup was, but oh no, it's Candy Man's the most terrifying, one of the most terrifying things ever. Yes. Fucking Tony Todd. Uh
0: Tales from Tales from the Hood is the one that they're doing. Uh so check that out. Uh those will be fun. All four of those movies, if that is in fact what they're doing, and I'm not wrong are very very good uh and then also cinema vertigogo at cinema vertigogo on twitter uh our friends ron and sam uh are uh hired us as a moving company this weekend
1: yes that was (laughs) was quite the adventure Um, especially getting my covid vaccine like a few hours before right
0: uh, they, uh, Ron and Sam are good people and, yes. uh, they needed some help and they reached out and, and we were more than happy to, uh, to go help them. Uh, also with a uh, frequent guest of the show, uh, Doug, uh, at cinema vertigo, go check them out. They do two movies, uh, a week. Uh, and I believe this week they are doing, uh, deer skin on HBO max and possessor. Uh, I don't know what either okay. one of them are, but Sam told me I need to watch them. Uh, so, but I've been a guest on that show. Uh, they're good people, so they'll talk movies. Uh,
1: and that's uh that's all I got. What else do we What else do we have? Well, sir, this weekend, mm-hmm. if you're interested in watching some uh, independent professional wrestling, how about you take your ass over to Independent Wrestling TV, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. And boy, oh boy, do we have some shit this weekend. <laughs> so, on Friday night, uh, Sean Henderson presents Weekend at Sean's 2, Night 1. Okay. The main event, well, I mean, let me, the, <laughs> the main event might be Dan Champion uh, and Lucky 13 going up against Grimy Bastards, which is Declan Grant and Devin Moore. Okay. But the act- the actual main event is G-Raver taking on too cold Scorpio
0: uh, Scorpio is wrestling I think in three promotions this weekend
1: well that leads me into night or uh, on Saturday at 2:30 in the afternoon mm-hmm. Sean Henderson weekend at Sean's night two where uh, the main event is too cold Scorpio versus lucky 13 okay uh, and then on Sunday I don't think it's live it might just be the premiere of "Uh, uh Violence and Suffering" presents "Into Deep." Okay. Um, and it is uh, "Too Cold Scorpio" versus Tony Deppin.
0: <laughs> I mean, "Too Cold Scorpio" is awesome. So. I love "Too Cold Scorpio." He's a man. Yeah, can't go wrong with that.
1: He still no, got he, it. He fucking rules. We yes. we're big fans of uh, Scorpio over here. <laughs> we are. Uh, did you talk about the code? Oh yeah, promo code Mortis. It'll get you five days for free you if you want to watch. If you want to get your fill of Two Cold Scorpio matches in the year right. 2021, yeah, nah, there's there's your there's your uh, way to do if it. If you're
0: sitting at home in your Two Cold Scorpio shirt with your Two Cold Scorpio foam finger, wondering <laughs> why you haven't been able to see Two Cold Scorpio on on wrestling TV in a long time, you can watch it for free. There you go. As long Perfect. as you sign up tomorrow. Uh, yes. Well, yes, right now, tonight too. Uh, another one plug we missed, uh, viewers choice on the North-South ah, connection yes. uh, at VCon North-South on Twitter. Uh, that is uh, the Final Wrestling Place boys have a uh, PPV reaction show, uh, and they uh, actually did like a immediate reaction to the Rumble uh, yes. on Sunday. So give those guys a, a listen as well. They're uh, hopping around to another – they're, they're, they got all the time in the world they're having another podcast that they're doing. Good for those dudes. Aside from that, if you want to reach out to myself personally, I'm at the thedudes, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E, uh, on Twitter. Uh, we can talk about how FedEx miraculously delivered something to my front door today, even though uh, I've been fighting with them for weeks about how terrified their driver is of the snow. Uh, but I watched that son of a bitch deliver it right down my snowy 22 inches of snow driveway. <laughs> so, uh, but other than that, uh, I got nothing. Brett, where can they find you, pal?
1: Well, if you, uh, want to talk to me on Twitter, you can find me at BrettXEdge570. Uh, talk to me about how negative approach, fucking rules, that band is the best. Um, talk to me about how good Prince is too, because I was listening to Prince this morning and, uh, I was in in a mood. Um, I don't know. Talk to me about the Sixers. I think they're losing right now, which oh, is no. sad. Yeah, nobody wants to score the ball other than Joel Embiid, oh, which well. is a shocker. Well, pal, we better, um, we better end this so you can go go give them your energy. I See, that's exactly what we have to do. Um, but, yeah, talk to me about that. I don't know. Talk to me about how uh, EA Sports announced a new college football video game, and that excites the shit out of me. So. Yeah. Uh, that's at Brett X Edge five seven zero dog. All right, so well, uh, I mean, that's all I—that's I, all uh, I got,
0: pal. This was—we talked for a long time. Uh, yeah, I think Michelle's mad at me. Uh, oh, why is Michelle mad at you? Uh, because I'm taking all, uh, podcasting is taking up our entire life. That's not true. But
1: I was like, what? <laughs> you do it once a week, right? I
0: it's true. Yes, once a week. Uh, well, maybe Mi- maybe more. There uh, is there Oh, there is early talks of oh, Wings on Wings making a return. Uh, I need it back in my life. We just got to figure that out. Uh, it's been a year since we started, and we only got like, uh, what, eight episodes in or so? Uh, yeah. So uh, the people are clamoring, we got to get back on that. So keep an eye out on that guy, too. We'll plug that all over the place when that happens. Oh, it but fucking needs me. Other than that, thanks for listening. Be safe. Wear a mask. Be respectful yes. of other people. Yes. Help your neighbors when possible. Yes. Uh, just be as decent a human being as humanly
1: possible. Yes. We'll, we'll all the, get through this together. The world is crazy. Try to be not as crazy, because God damn it. Um, yeah. Thanks for everybody for listening and uh, pro wrestling. Let's go.
0: You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini of podcast networks.
2: Not enough, nerds!